Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us create spiritual moments in our otherwise busy lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. In the first five chapters of Second Nephi in the Book of Mormon, Lehi is giving his final words to his sons, teaching some very important and deep doctrine about principles like the creation, the fall, the atonement, agency, and so on. The purpose of this podcast isn't really to teach doctrine, so I hope you took the time to study those concepts on your own. What I want to do today is dig deeper into the character of Nephi, particularly in chapter 4, which I believe contains one of the most important lessons of the Book of Mormon. Starting in verse 16, we read some pretty typical verses about how much Nephi loves God and how full of faith he is. Quote, Behold, my soul delighteth in the things of the Lord, and my heart pondereth continually upon the things which I have seen and heard. End quote. Okay, classic Nephi so far. You may remember over the last few weeks, we have had a couple episodes that focused on how diligent and faithful Nephi was in keeping the commandments of the Lord, and how he eagerly desired to know the will of God and understand the things that his father had been teaching. So hearing how Nephi's soul, quote, delighteth in the things of the Lord, shouldn't come as a shock to us. However, he then opens up a new window to his soul that we haven't seen yet in the Book of Mormon. Quote, Nevertheless, notwithstanding the great goodness of the Lord in showing me his great and marvelous works, my heart exclaimeth, O wretched man that I am! Yea, my heart sorroweth because of my flesh, my soul grieveth because of mine iniquities. I am encompassed about because of the temptations and the sins which do so easily beset me. And when I desire to rejoice, my heart groaneth because of my sins. End quote. Okay, you may be confused right now. This is Nephi, the man who has seen visions, the man who built a boat to sail across the world, the man who declared things like, quote, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. I was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand the things which I should do. Surely the Lord hath commanded us to do this thing, and shall we not be diligent in keeping the commandments of the Lord? End quote. This same Nephi is now telling us that he is encompassed about by the sins and temptations which do so easily beset him. He considers himself a wretched man. His soul grieves because of his iniquities. I've often thought about what Nephi's sins could possibly be. It's 600 BC. There's no internet, social media, or video games to get in trouble with. He doesn't join in the raucous behavior of his brothers. And as far as we can tell, he never murmurs against the Lord. Yet in verse 27, he talks about yielding to sin because of his flesh. Well, I'll let you draw your own conclusions about what Nephi's sins and temptations might be. But the main point I want us to see here is that Nephi is afflicted with temptations and sins just like the rest of us. So how has the Lord reacted to Nephi's apparently egregious sins and temptations? Nephi tells us, quote, Nevertheless, I know in whom I have trusted. My God hath been my support. He hath led me through mine afflictions in the wilderness, and he hath preserved me upon the waters of the great deep. He hath filled me with his love, even unto the consuming of my flesh. He hath confounded mine enemies, unto the causing of them to quake before me. Behold, he hath heard my cry by day, and he hath given me knowledge by visions in the night time. And by day have I waxed bold in mighty prayer before him. 
Yea, my voice have I sent up on high, and angels came down and ministered unto me. End quote. God has supported Nephi through his difficult journey through the wilderness. He kept him safe during their sea voyage, even as his brothers tied him to the mast and left him exposed to the storm for days. He filled Nephi's heart with his love. He confounded Nephi's enemies. He heard his cries and prayers for help and gave him great revelations about the future and sent angels to minister unto him. All of this despite Nephi's great sins and temptations. So how has Nephi retained the power of God in his life despite his weaknesses? I think very likely it's his attitude towards God. Quote, Oh then, if I have seen so great things, if the Lord in his condescension unto the children of men hath visited men in so much mercy, why should my heart weep and my soul linger in the valley of sorrow and my flesh waste away and my strength slacken because of mine afflictions? And why should I yield to sin because of my flesh? Yea, why should I give way to temptations that the evil one hath placed in my heart to destroy my peace and afflict my soul? Why am I angry because of mine enemy? Awake my soul, no longer droop in sin. Rejoice, O my heart, and give place no more for the enemy of my soul. Rejoice, O my heart, and cry unto the Lord, and say, O Lord, I will praise thee forever. Yea, my soul will rejoice in thee, my God, and the rock of my salvation. End quote. Here we have Nephi recognizing his weaknesses, but declaring that he isn't going to let them bring him down. He's not going to let his soul droop in sin. He's going to rejoice in his heart and praise God as the rock of his salvation. You and I have a choice about how we're going to live our lives, despite the sins and temptations which may so easily beset us. We can choose to let them drag our souls down into misery, thinking that we aren't worthy of God's love or support, or that we aren't strong enough to overcome them. Or, like Nephi, we can choose to get on with our lives. We can stop letting Satan control our attitude and happiness, and while we may not yet be able to completely overcome our weaknesses, we can take back control of our souls from him. But most importantly, we can rejoice in the fact that God still loves us. He wants us to feel that love as we navigate through our struggles. And finally, we can continue to serve the Lord and our family and community. Being so easily beset by sins and temptations did not prevent Nephi from obtaining the scripture plates from Laban in Jerusalem, or from carving a new bow by hand to hunt for his family, or from building a boat to sail the ocean, or from receiving and declaring great prophecies from the Lord about the future, or from trying to testify of the goodness of the Lord to his family. Nephi didn't take a pause from his devotion and service to the Lord to overcome his sins and temptations. It's possible he may never overcome them, but he continued to be faithful, to feel and share God's love, and to serve his family. And in return, God continued to use Nephi to lead his people. You and I can make the same choice. If you've been suffering from a particular weakness for months, years, or even decades, you may feel like you'll never be able to overcome it. Well, you may be right. Who knows if Nephi ever overcame his temptations? Who knows if the Apostle Paul ever overcame his weakness that he describes as, quote, a thorn in the flesh in 2 Corinthians? I believe that God cares more about whether you and I are continually trying to become more like Jesus Christ, to build our relationship with Heavenly Father, and that we're always striving to serve as children. 
If we can do these things, despite our weaknesses, then Heavenly Father will continue to also use us to lead his people. Thank you for listening today as we continue to figure out how, despite our weaknesses and challenges, to follow our Savior, Jesus Christ, today. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast if you find it worthwhile, and we'll see you next time.